0: That without that, you don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And with it, sometimes you understand more than you would if you had to rely entirely on what the thing itself is going to give you.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the other day I went and saw a movie and. As is the case, you know, there were something like nine previews beforehand. And at the end of that, I had a sense of one of those nine films being something I wanted to watch, one that I guess I could watch, and seven that, you know, I'd rather you do horrible things to me than make me watch, (laughs) because it looked like they'd be a horrible thing. And so, you know, it was an important way of me making a decision. And, and, And for the one that I'm interested in, I now have a sense of sort of, you know, who are those characters? What kind of world we're living in? The world's already sort of started for me. There's a sort of nugget of a narrative. And of, of something that I might engage with.
0: Sometimes it's more than a nugget, too, isn't it? I mean, mm. sometimes the, the trailer that you see for a movie is actually all you'd really want to see
1: Yeah, um, that movie. the Onion News Network, the great satirists, they have a wonderful um, instance of this where they uh, they did a thing about playing with the idea that the Iron Man trailer was so good that I think it was Paramount Pictures had decided that they were going to make a full-length movie based on this <laughs> this trailer.
2: Apparently the plan is to expand that fast montage of very short shots seen in the trailer into full length distinct scenes and in between those scenes they play Plan to add additional scenes that weren't right, in the it trailer. It just doesn't seem like that would work. That's right. The fact is, it's very difficult to make the character, story, action that work in a 90-second format also work when they're stretched out to 80 or 90 minutes. Why do you think the trailer was so popular? Well, it does tell an amazing story, Michael. A cocksure billionaire industrialist and inventor is kidnapped but turns on his captors by designing an amazing mechanized suit of armor, ultimately becoming a hero to the world. It is a breathtaking 90-second thrill ride. Surely then Paramount realizes the tremendous financial risk of alienating the trailer's core fan base if they don't embrace the film properly. Exactly, and, do it and that's right. why the studio has tried to reassure the public that everything that they love about the trailer will be incorporated into the movie adaptation, right down to actual lines from the trailer. And they are bringing Robert Downey Jr. back to reprise his role as Tony well, Stark. Well, there would have been a real outcry if they had tried to cast someone else. Yes.
1: What they were playing with was the fact that it was a brilliant trailer. Many people watched it. It looked great, but the, the question was, could the movie actually live up to this trailer? And we've probably all seen these examples with comedies, right, where they're super funny and, and, and yet you go then, then go and watch the movie and the only funny lines in the movie were, were in the trailer.
0: Yeah, that's actually sort of disturbing when it, mm. when it happens to you. And I, and I don't know entirely whether it's because you already knew all of those jokes. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't had them beforehand, would them, would they have been funnier yeah. as they came up in context?
1: Well, and also you you, you end up wondering whether you were duped. There was a, a really interesting article in the New Yorker a while back where they did a profile of a guy who works for Lionsgate Entertainment hyping all of their films and and they gave the example of when he was hyping w the uh oliver stone film it was marketed very much as a sort of michael moore kind of irreverent um we are going to really attack george w bush but in fact if, if anyone saw the movie it, it depicts Bush as kind of a tragic figure. And so people who, who saw the hype would have expected something very different. But part of what this profile was, was looking at was how this guy said, there are two separate things. One is what happens when you're in the cinema. One is how I get you to the cinema. And I stand by my choices, even if they have nothing to do with the film. That's, <laughs> it's going to get you there. Well, and of course, that's what he's trying to accomplish, mm. uh, except
0: for the eventual uh, payoff, which may hurt him. If, yeah. if, you, if you watch too many of these things, the next time you'll say, well, that's another Oliver Stone film. I don't think it's going to be what I expected it to be because the, the trailer last time misled
1: me. Yeah, no. I mean, the, this can start to kick back on itself, and I mean, trailer rhetoric is so uh, common that it's it's very easy to parody it. As with the you know the example I told you of the Onion, I also think if there's a, a popular video you could look up on on YouTube, I think it's the trailer for every movie, and it's just a sort of trailer for the quintessential Oscar-winning movie, and it introduces all the characters, it has the set pieces of music. Naive yet inspiring statement. <coughs> and then the music
2: gets hopeful.
1: Specific outlining of your major character flaws.
2: Overreaction! <laughs> Friendly black optimistic advice.
0: Passionate play! Whispered repetition. This scene doesn't make it. The-